Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem Yisbarak. We're up to share number 51. Okay, until now we were talking about liquids being transferred from one bowl to another, from one vessel to another, one cup to another. Now we're going to talk about, Bezras Hashem, a dover gush being transferred from one vessel to another, one bowl to another. Now, what is exactly a dover gush? Technically, it really means the, the words translated solid food. But the term dover gush refers to any hard or thick matter. Um, when it comes to bishel, it's, it, we're going to call it either dover gush or dover yavish. And when it comes to bishel, it's a hard or thick matter uh, densely, that's very densely uh, together, and it's above Yatsaledis by it, it's still hot. Now it could be a solid and it could be a semi-solid also. So now the question is, why is a Davagush a solid or semi-solid item um, when being transferred from one vessel, one kli to another? Why is it that does it have a different halacha? Why do we even expect it should have a, a different halacha than the liquids? So there's two reasons basically. Number one, we say by um we mentioned by the liquids the Indian of concept of the walls cooling it down, the surroundings cooling down the liquids. We also mentioned the fact that it mixes together. Um, the fact that it goes in the air is not really so negay over here, but the fact that it hits the surroundings and is constant, constantly moving around and being mixed together. When it comes to a dove gush, a solid item, you don't have that. Number one, a uh, very little part of the uh, solid item, for example, you take a piece of meat, so a very little part of that piece of meat, that solid item becomes exposed or touches the cooler surroundings because of the fact that it's solid. It's not swishing around and touching the walls constantly, thereby cooling it down. That's number one. Number two, due to the density of the solid food, it tends to retain its heat for a longer period of time. Again, as opposed to the liquid swishing around and it's more spread out, whereby the Davagush, the solid item, is densely compact and holds in the heat much stronger, and thereby gives it a stronger power to cook for a longer period of time at a stronger strength. So thereby we're going to say this Farah is... <clears throat> Excuse me, this far is, the logic is that when I transfer it from a klirishain, this davagush, this solid item or semi-solid item, I transfer it from a klirishain to a klisheni or even to a klishlishi, it's still going to retain its heat source and hold in the heat and thereby giving it the power to cook even though I moved it from a klirishain, klisheni or even to the klishlishi. And thereby the status of klirishain, where it was originally cooked on the fire, Taka never leaves. That's the logic and svara behind it. Just some examples of what we mean by davagush, like we said, a piece of chicken, piece of meat, a hot potato, piece of potato kugel. Those are all examples of davagush, solid or semi-solid items. So now the question is, what's the bottom line in halacha? How do we paskin? So Lamaisa, it is a machloikis. <clears throat> there are some poiskim who want to say that, look, the bottom line is it's being transferred from one kli to another. And okay, you tell me liquids, you tell me solids, but Lamaisa, it's being transferred. Lamaisa, it does touch the air. Lamaisa, you take it out of the kli rishain. It's hitting the air. It's the, the bottom The bottom part of that dover gush, of that solid item, is touching the plate or is touching the bowl or, or, or the like. So the bottom line is you're transferring it kli rishain, kli sheni, kli shlishi. So the same thing should apply as far as halachas of kli rishain, kli sheni, kli shlishi. So those are the mekilim 
And those on the um, side of the Machmirim want to say, no, like we said, the Svarah is, bottom line, it holds the heat and it's not would not have the same halacha as the liquids, and thereby keeping it a halachic status of a Klirishain, even though it's transferred to a Klisheni or even a Klishlishi. So Lamaisa, in general, we paskin Lachomra. In this subject, in this Indian of a Dovagush, in general, we go the Mishabura, the Arachashulchan, and Ar- Others bring down that the bottom line is we do go lechumra and we do paskin like the machmirim, but in certain situations we use it as a sniff leheter, which we'll see as the cases come up. Okay, now to go through bezrus Hashem, some of the various different cases and the ins and outs, and we'll see um, when we're straight up machmir in the davagush and when we could sometimes use it as a sniff leheter and sometimes work it out um, to be able to do a certain. A certain Indian, a certain thing. Okay, so Lamaisa the Mishabura says, first of all, in uh, again in Shin Yadches, Sifkat and Memhei, Mishabura says straight out, one should be careful if he has a hot piece of meat, even in a klisheni, or like we said, Mishabura doesn't mention klishlishi, but even in a klishlishi, not to put a raw onion on top of it. Sometimes people like to put, uh, you know, a piece of raw onion on top of a piece of steak or a piece of meat or chicken or the like. One has to be careful if his piece of meat, which is considered a dava gush, is above Yatsaledis by not to put a raw onion on top of it. Because again, that piece of meat being even in a klisheni or klishlishi would still hold the halacha of a kli rishain, and thereby putting a raw food, something not cooked, is it then would have gone to the halacha of Bishal. Next, the Mishabura says also in Sifka and Samachay, talking about tavlin spices, Vemunach Bekli on this Dovagush, Vemunach Bekli Sheni Dovagush, Shayat Saledispa, Yeshli Zoher Bezer. The same thing that spices, regular spices, uncooked spices. I mean, if somebody knows for sure his spices were cooked, so there's Ein Bishal Achabishal, that's not a problem. But uncooked spices, uh, not to put onto a dovagush, again, a hot piece of steak, hot piece of meat, um, piece of kogel, or whatever the case is, even in a klisheni or a klishlishi. And especially, we mentioned in the past, uh, the flaky ones, according to Reb Shleim Zalman Arbach, who wants to say that's a shaila of kale abishal, bevadai, uh, should not be done, because, again, that piece of meat is holding the heat and has a din of a klishen. So therefore, onion powder, paprika, the like, and all those type of spices which are not cooked, one should be careful as long as his meat is above Yad Saladispoy not to put it on. If it goes down below Yad Saladispoy, that would be okay. The only issue is sometimes the outside is a little bit cools down and the inside still remains very hot. You could cut open the piece of meat and, or even a piece of kugel and all of a sudden from the inside it starts steaming out. So one has to be careful. The inside is, is, is still boiling hot, uh, still not to pour the spices on, obviously. Okay, we'll stop here for today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Hatzlachom, bracha, kultov.